At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas, the other half is Across America out there in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Happy Tuesday, Josh. What's going on? Uh, what's going on, Pritch? A ton's going on. I'm really excited about today. We got a lot to get to. Josh Towers, our buddy, the big man who we've missed the last couple of weeks, is back. So uh, a lot has happened in Major League Baseball. We'll pick Josh's brain, some bets for today, some futures bets, some races, you know, for all these different divisions, Pritch. So a lot to get to. We got NFL heating up as well, some more wide receiver props. But Pritch, before we dive into today, how about Pritch's playbook? How about hey, Baltimore and Toronto? Another you. over, baby. <laughs> we got it. Now the Orioles and the Jays, 7-0 and to the over. You yeah. uh, are able to get 10 runs last night. And again, this is something to keep an eye out for. I'm going to run it back today, Pritch. We'll talk about baseball a little bit later in the show. But today's total, Baltimore and Toronto, again, 7-0, and head-to-head to the over this year. You also look at uh, Toronto, 7-3 and to the over their last 10. Baltimore, 5-2 and to the over their last 7. This total opened 8.5, juiced up over, minus 120. We have some low bets hired off. Movement. So, Pritch, let's run it back. Give me the O's in Toronto. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's go over again today, over eight and a half. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. I mean, it's been elevated ERA and whip uh, when it comes to totals. Uh, if you're looking for over situations, and that has been cashing uh, big time inside the portfolio. So, yeah, let's keep it going. Let's just find those games if we can. Uh, a big show, like you mentioned, Josh Towers. I want to pick his brain on the anatomy of a slump. 
because the Yankees uh, having a slump right now. Wrong time for that. How does uh, Boone, how do you manage through this situation uh, with about, what, 46 games left on the schedule before you get to the playoffs? Uh, and then we got to get to some other uh, markets in the National Football League, betting markets that are highly intriguing. Speaking of which, Josh Applebaum, let's get to that right now. Uh, because we have some fresh data on what the highest bet over and unders for NFL teams. And we've had indicators of this information for a while, but now we get it from uh, BetMGM, the insights here, Josh. So obviously the Jets, I think people are worried uh, with that five and a half if you bought, if you bet that now over uh, because of Zach Wilson and everything going on right there with the Jets. And then you got the Lions, uh, the hard knocks hype perhaps. Uh, maybe just a lot of optimism, too, out there in Detroit. Maybe just some betters going over uh, with the Lions right there, too. And then the Steelers. I, now, I heard all summer that people thought the Steelers were going to regress. But here you go. Most bet over tickets, the Steelers, seven and a half. Yeah, so some of these are pretty surprising, Pritch. I want to know how can the Steelers be part of the most bet and the most bet under and most bet overs. <laughs> right. So maybe that's coming Public from a team. different state or different jurisdiction. Yeah, we got to dig a little deeper there, Pritch. But I think the first thing when you're looking at these numbers right off the bat Tickets. Look at that word in parentheses, yeah. tickets. What that means is public. When you look at, especially when you go to VEASAN.com, our bet, our bet splits, which is a fantastic resource, if you're trying to you know, sift through the noise, tell me where the money is, but not just the, the public money, but the sharp money as well. Tickets means public. That's the overall raw ticket count. Now, if you look at money, that's different. That's the actual money coming in, and you're looking for a low bets, higher dollar situation. So I'm kind of with you on a couple of these, Pritch. You know, the Jets, we got to admit, they've taken a lot of over money over the summer. You go 4-13 and 13 last year, Zach Wilson going into year two. You know, at first we thought Wilson could be out for quite a while. It sounds like he may not be out as long as we're thinking here. But they're getting 69% of bets to the over, 78% mm -hmm. of money to the over. And we have seen the juice rise a little bit on that Jets over. Am I excited to run to the window and bet the Jets over? Not really, Pritch. I'm still concerned about, you know, going from four wins to six, especially in a really difficult AFC and AFC East. And now with the injury to Wilson, you know, even if he's not out as long as we think, do you see Flacco? Do you see Mike White? But it's notable that there are some believers here in the Jets. Now, the couple that jumped out to me, uh, one would be the uh, Detroit Lions here, Pritch. You know, they open over six and a half in this summer, plus 130. Now they're over six and a half, minus 125. So that is one of the biggest juice moves that you're ever going to see, like 55 cents of movement in favor of the over. You go 313-1 last year, you're getting 91% bets, 87% money. So again, a big public wager there, but it looks like some respective money as well. I'm just a little nervous about, you know, just playing that hard knocks team because I think, <laughs> you know, every uh, every summer it's like who's hard knocks. You get excited, you get juiced up, and you want to bet these teams out of almost a public narrative bias. The one that I would uh, look toward, Pritch, uh, to the over, I like the Steelers in this play. A couple things. They did see some juice movement uh, to the under. So they opened 7.5 plus 100 under. Now it's minus 115. So you've seen a little bit of movement under. But I almost see this as a contrarian over opportunity. Uh, they went 9-7-1 last year. I'm excited about Pickett. This is a team that, again, with Tomlin, has never had a losing season. So right. can you get over 7.5 at a reduced juice price? To me, the best bet there to, the, to any of these overs would be the Steelers getting eight or more wins. Well, yeah, I mean, in terms of tickets, and great insight by you, Josh Applebaum. I mean, the Steelers, such a public team. Uh, and that's why you probably have them from a ticket standpoint on both sides, most bet unders and most bet uh, uh, overs right there. But I, I said this yesterday, 
and I'll stand by it, uh, this team, either they're going to surprise people this year or certainly maybe not surprise people next year as people's expectations will go up with the combination of Tomlin, uh, Canada, that offense, uh, the, that talent that they have. I mean, you know the Steelers are going to be good and decent defensively. They always are. Uh, and they follow a formula from how they draft players, Josh. They plug and play. They run the same stuff they've been running since I played. <laughs> but it's not going to fool you. Now, Canada is changing up the offense. Obviously, Big Ben's no longer there. Uh, but they have a, a youthful uh, enthusiasm going on right now and a, a level of confidence uh, that is very intriguing uh, from a betting standpoint. Uh, the Saints are up there too, Josh. I, I've been talking about the Saints uh, eight and a half. Uh, now, uh, most bet tickets, when it comes to most bet overs and, and tickets, uh, the Saints look like an overplay, too, from the public. They do, Pritch, but I think it's some smart money as well. Let's call okay. this the Pritch factor. Yeah. I think a lot of people are looking at the Saints because of your breakdown on them, Pritch. So uh, just in terms of juice movement, what I like to look at a lot as a lot at with these numbers, it's not just, you know, what's the most bet ticket count. Mm -hmm. It's also how did the juice move? Did the juice movement kind of jive with the, the ticket count lopsided factor, or did it go the other way? The Saints, Pritch, they opened eight and a half minus 110 to start the summer. So that was pretty much right down the middle. Books were not showing their hand. It was minus 110 both sides. Uh, now, or sorry, I, I screwed that up, Pritch. They're plus 120 to open. Now they're minus 110. So that was actually uh, juiced up. And now you're starting to see some respective money continue to move that number. You lost the plus 120. Now you're down to minus 110. 88% bets, 92% money. So the Saints are a team to keep an eye out for. Then the last one, Pritch, I kind of went back and forth on the Dolphins. Right. I don't love just jumping on you know a big you know player acquisition, Tyreek kill i don't love betting on rookie head coaches like mcdaniel but the market's kind of giving you a good bet first dollar discrepancy with miami they go nine and eight last year their win total is eight and a half this year it opened over minus 120 now it's over minus 130 so that's a perfect example of the juice rising you're having to pay a higher price on this fins over because it's a popular bet but also i think it's some respected money as well pritchard at betmgm 77 percent of bets are on the miami over eight and a half but it accounts for 93% of the money. That's a plus 16% smart money differential there. Yeah. So, uh, again, it all stems on Tua and how good of a year he's going to have. But I'm thinking the the Finns over 8.5 could be a worthwhile bet this year. Hey, program, you know, later on in the week, we're going to have Randy Mueller on the program, a former uh, GM executive of the year. Uh, he was on a program prior to the draft, Josh. Uh, gave us some great insight on, on some players and situations to look for in the draft. He's currently at the Packers-Saints joint practices. Uh, he's worked with Mickey Loomis, the current GM of the Saints. So we're going to get some great information about the Saints uh, later, a little bit later on this week. I'm looking forward to that pitch. Yeah. I believe our buddy Randy Mueller, right before the draft, it was Hutchinson or uh, you know or Thibodeau, and mm -hmm. I think he said it was Trayvon Walker, Trayvon and Walker. I think he nailed that right before yeah. the draft. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He did. He nailed a lot of things in the draft, uh, and he's still watching tape. That's what he says. He's still grinding, which is outstanding. Let's get to defensive rookie of the year. Yesterday we did offensive rookie of the year. Uh, my first question to you, though, about this market, Josh, as we look at the odds, Thibodeau uh, plus 550, Walker plus 900. Uh, I mean, predominantly, you're going to get edge rusher, perhaps some some corners, too. But I saw some information on NFL.com in which they graded the rookie performances uh, from week one uh, uh, preseason games, right? Preseason action. And I'm wondering, like all the voters, are not going to watch every single rookie candidate out there. I wonder how much they're going to lean on grades from the NFL.com or, or, or experts that way uh, in terms of trying to formulate an opinion. So I wonder, as a better, do we kind of look for those information, that information, uh, current grades uh, each and every week on these candidates? 
I would definitely take, you know, take them with a grain of salt. I think it's important. You know, how did these guys perform? Mm -hmm. Obviously you have expectations coming in from your college career, but how do you transition to the NFL? So I think these grades are worthwhile, but I'm not going to put a, a too much stock into a Pritch. Obviously it's a reacclimation time for all players. And right. how do these, what I'm more concerned with is, you know, did you get better week one to week two? I think that's what you'd be looking at with more experience. So, you know, if you look at some of these players on the list, we got to admit right off the bat, the biggest liability would be Aiden Hutchinson. You know, mm -hmm. He opened plus 500. He's dipped a little bit to plus 550. So the line's gone against him, but he's taking in 49% bets, 45% of the money at BetMGM. So you don't have a positive bet versus dollar discrepancy, but you do have the biggest handle and the biggest ticket count. I would lean a little bit to Kayvon Thibodeau. He, I noticed that he did have some movement here. You know, he's the co-favorite with Hutchinson, but he opened plus 600. Now he's down to plus 550. He's only getting 7% bets, but almost 20% of the money. So I think to your point, Pritch, this is someone who's probably going to have to rack up a lot of sacks to win this award. There's some interesting names on this list. I think this is a good opportunity for betters. If you do your homework and listen to these beat writers, you could get a pretty good number here. No one really jumps out to me. I'm not seeing anything to run in the book and bet right now. Obviously, Hutchinson's the public play, but I think Thibodeau might have a little bit of smart money in his favor. Well, just the insight I have, like typically, you know, voters in, in college football, right? The coaches pull. The coaches don't vote on that. Uh, somebody in the SID office votes on that, right? Um, <laughs> so it's like all these voters for these awards. Uh, I wonder if they watch every single game or do they lean on these grades? I mean, uh, what's I mean? Hutchinson got an A. I don't know what Thibodeau got. Uh, I didn't see a grade on him, but I did see an A on Hutchinson. But, I mean, that's just something I'm, I might look to follow uh, all year long in terms of certain writers, certain uh, analysts out there putting grades on these rookies just to see if, if that can influence uh, the vote out there and maybe get some insight uh, from a betting standpoint. Uh, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. All right, Josh Applebaum, you, you, you bet against um, Alcantara. Uh, so we got Josh Towers in studio. Uh, maybe some takeaways from a former, excuse me, retired uh, Major League Baseball pitcher. He's coming up next, Josh Towers. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now to the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription uh, and bet smarter all year long. Uh, go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. And let's welcome in studio right now, Josh Towers, retired MLB pitcher, uh, VSIN MLB analyst. You can follow Josh Towers on Twitter at no, don't. Josh, how are you? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Good to see you again. Let me switch my microphone <laughs> on this side. Um, well, okay, the anatomy of a slump. I mean, yeah. Yankees, this is bad timing, obviously, but they are in when we've highlighted it along the uh, the weeks, the several last several weeks, in terms of their inability to play well against good teams on the road. And now they're in this slump. If you're the manager, how do you 
the anatomy of it, how do you get out of this okay. knowing that, okay, we got about 46 games left of the regular season as we enter the playoffs? Well, that's the good thing about slumps, right? Everybody's trying to figure something out, right? I remember losing nine in a row in Toronto, and it felt mm -hmm. like 100 one day. Like, it was just it, it was <laughs> insane. And so everybody has their own routines. The problem is, is, is individual players, we force things. We okay. try to do too much, right? It goes back to that old adage, just do your job. Um, I got my good buddy here in town, Mike McDougal, always says winning hides mistakes. That's my favorite line of Mike's, and that's the reality of what's going on. Like, we, we get blinded by wins, and we assume that it's sustainable, and it's not always sustainable. And the way Tampa uses their pen, where I'll use these guys, run them until they blow out, and then I'll replace them, and then they'll get healthy. And, and, and the Yankees have always done the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. they, they wore out that kid Holmes, and he was God's gift to baseball for 30 innings, and now he can't figure out. They're forcing the hand, and now he doesn't know. So when he starts to struggle but was getting by, no one addressed it. The offense has never been really good on that team. No one addressed it. No one was honest about the starting pitching was the catalyst, and the bullpen fell into place properly. Well, now the starting pitchers aren't going as deep, and you're overleasing that bullpen, and the hitting's not hit. Like, no one's picking each other up anymore. Luckily, they afforded themselves this luxury of they're going to make the postseason regardless. So, I, I and again, we want to win the division. We don't want to just get in. Right. That, that, I mean, that's the, our number one goal because it alters the amount of games you play in the postseason. With that said... They're trying to hold that 10-game lead, but he just has to make sure that they're getting stronger at the end of September and not still question themselves, right? So just it's, it's an internal conversation within about just do your job and not try to press too much, and then how can I assist you in being in the right position to succeed? But if they start pressing like they're doing and they destroyed that bullpen, mm -hmm. they're going to be in trouble if they don't address that. Okay. Josh, it's great to see you. We missed you last week. And on the topic of the Yankees, I think it's really important. It's your perception of a team. Like the Yankees are 28 games above 500. But if you bet, the, bet on them every single game, you're actually down like yeah. $200 mm -hmm. right now because they're so popular. You're always laying these big uh, minus numbers. And I wonder if you have a take on today's game, Josh, because we saw Tampa Bay yesterday win 4 nothing. They were a huge dog, like plus 200. I'm taking a shot on Tampa Bay once again. It's Cortez against Springs. You saw the Yankees open as high as like minus 185. They're down <laughs> to minus 165. Everyone's still betting New York. They're not worried that they're 2-10, and 10, and maybe they are 2-10 uh, and 10 last 12, but yet they're still betting them. Josh, would this be a play out of principle to take the plus money with the Rays, their division dog? Uh, you've seen some line movement in their favor. Or is it, hey, you know, the Yankees, you know, could bounce back and finally get a win today? Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, again, we can't go off what the public does, right? Everybody's betting the Padres still, and that doesn't seem to work very well. Um, it's the same thing. Like, Tampa's getting hot again, but Tampa plays better versus their own division. They play better at home. we got to be very careful with that team as well. Nestor Cortez has, in his last seven starts, he has three wins. He has four no decisions, and I don't think he's given up more than three runs in any of them, and it's been a lot of two and one. So it tells you that the run support's not there either, right? Mm -hmm. The bullpen has blown a lot of games recently for the Yankees, and so it's very hard to trust that team. And with a lot of older guys and slower bats, if Tampa's really going to throw out flamethrowers, then they have that advantage always. You can't expect a high-scoring game. Both these guys should go, you know, five innings and three runs, five innings and two, something low like that. And it always gives Tampa an opportunity to win this game. I, I agree. Like, I'm not – as soon as I saw the line, I think I saw 180 earlier. I'm seeing 170 on our screen now. As soon as I saw a line this morning, I just thought it's ridiculous. It's just way too high. And it's not to say the Yankees can't win, but, again, we got to base some stuff on value as well, and there's no value on the Yankees right now. You're 2-8 and eight in your last 10, and you want me to lay 180 on you? There's no chance. Yeah, and a total seven. I mean, I'm trying to think about the last time I really 
at saw Yankee Stadium. At seven at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no foul territory, right short porch. Yeah. You're giving me seven. Right, absolutely. That might, that's actually tempting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're talking uh, with Josh Talvers here on the program, uh, retired MLB pitcher, MLB analyst right here at Beeston. Uh, so, Josh, how do you bet this game? And shout out to you for last year uh, before the season started. Uh, you mentioned Dylan Cease. Uh, and we're like, okay, who's this guy? And uh, watch out for this guy. So I think everybody knows who he is now. Pretty good. Uh, going up against yeah. Verlander, though, uh, <laughs> at home here. Uh, good pitcher. But I, that's, I guess that's your point, pitching versus hitting, uh, because you got Verlander right now at minus 120 on the road, sevens a total. Yeah, I was going to say, give me a line on that. All right. Um, here's the deal. I think Dylan Cease is fantastic, mm-hmm. but uh, he, he mixes in bad days every now and again okay. where if he's up early, then he, he doesn't know how to get back down. And he's really minimized that. But that's the reality. Justin Verlander, even if he's struggling early, he knows how to adjust. I think that the the Astros at minus 120 is a very good price. You're giving me minus 120 with a very good team with the AL Cy Young Award winner. Um, against the White Sox team, now, now listen, I realize they won four in a row, and mm-hmm. I realize they got lucky last night and scored four late to win that game, which they never should have. But this White Sox team, I watched them every game in the series versus Kansas City recently. Y'all, Josh... They were the they're the worst team I've seen. Mm. They 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 don't know what they're doing. Johan Moncada quit on his team multiple times. I was so impressed by how they just left him on the field, offensively and defensively. Um, I didn't know what Larusa was doing. Yasmani Grandal, no disrespect, should never be in a baseball game. He just doesn't. He's not a major league baseball player anymore, and he really is a liability, especially offensively for that team. I don't understand how the White Sox. I guess on paper they look good, but when you watch them, they don't know how to play team baseball. And so with that said, I don't. I, as good as Dylan Cease is, I just don't see how they – I just think the Astros are a much better team. And with Verlander, I just think the play's the Astros for sure. Okay. Josh, on the topic of those two pitchers too, we still have Verlander minus 130 to win the AL Cy Young, but yeah. your guy Cease plus 165. So I believe he's like 10 to 1, maybe just about a month ago. So you know, this used to be McClanahan and Verlander. Now he's it's out. Cease Verlander. Well, but Josh, yeah. we, we always talked about McClanahan was out. He was never going to win this award. We knew that. So he was always out. So cross him out. Like Now we just start picking pieces of who we think can, can be in it. And we still got seven, eight stars left as well. Like that can that can alter. JV can go zero and three in his last, and and still he's can get four wins and he can win it. Right, he can foof up that quick. But right now Verlander is is clearly walking away with this award. But it it really is going to depend on this last month, and that's again where Justin has the edge. He knows how to finish a season where a lot of other people may not know that yet. This is also the third time in, uh, since '69 that we've had two starters with the sub two face each other. So pretty uh pretty big game in baseball today. It's a huge game. And just one more yeah. to throw at you, Josh, because this one's really, really perplexing to me. Uh, the Dodgers at the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, the Dodgers, you know, sound the alarm. Woo, woo, they're a dog today. This is only the third <laughs> time this year that the Dodgers are a dog. They're one and one as a dog. That They really never get plus money. But I think it's undeniable that the smart money is on Milwaukee today, Josh, because they did open the Brewers like plus 105, even money. Now they're minus 120. The public's all over the Dodgers, yet this line going is going to the Brewers. But I admit, uh, to me, you know, if you can you can go with the smart money play, go Brewers. This, they do have an advantage. It's Woodruff against Pepiot. I can't, still can't pronounce this kid's name. <laughs> but from a system play of let's just take look at value, and maybe it isn't sharp, but we're getting Dodgers plus 110 here, Josh. Is this a bet that you would make, or is it, hey, the Dodgers are a dog for a reason? Um... Uh, again, it's it's question marks with the pitcher. I think they finally lost a game at Kansas City where they got shut out, so then we get a little bit nervous, right? And obviously, Brandon Woodruff is good. I think I took him his last start, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did pretty well. Um, it's tough because I never thought that they win a lot of games for Woodruff, and I never thought his run support was there, but he's doing better this year when it comes to that. 
and then you're asking Ryan Pepiot to to be the guy. He's not going more than five, and that's yeah. if he has a great game. So, right? so we're going to that bullpen kind of early. And if you look at who Ryan's faced, the only good team offensively he's faced was Minnesota, and he gave up four against them in, in four and a third, right? Every other team he dominated and gave up one in five or one in four, but there were, you know, it was like Arizona and Colorado and stuff. No, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't the same, I, this team's good, and I can, you know what I'm saying? So it's a different feel and a different offensive thing. So, I, again, I think the Brewers, for reasons, they should be favored today. How about this? Uh, the first five. If, if the playoffs started today, the postseason started today, the Padres would be in. They're in. Six. It's interesting, right, with that team. With the Brewers right here, though. I mean, this is an important game. We got a a minute to go. Um, So, game 70, Alcantara, right? If I get him at plus money, I'm taking him every time. He's Mm -hmm. the NL Cy Young Award winner. He's the best in baseball right now, and he's my guy, and you're going to give me plus money at home. Uh, The Padres don't know how to win as a team, and their pitching is the reason they're failing. It's not their offense, right? But you're also facing the best in the business. He's going to neutralize any offense anyways. It's the same thing with Cabrera tonight. Now, Cabrera did have one bad game in about six or seven. But every other game was five or six innings and one hit. No runs, two hits, no runs. He's that dominant. So, again, when I see this game today at plus money, I want the starting pitcher for the Marlins for the first five for sure. So that's another play that I'll mess with. Hey, Josh Schaffelbaum. <laughs> you can take pitching. it for the game. Ace, I just want the first five. On the bump, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Alcantara on the bump. I mean, geez, plus money, too. Got to take it. <laughs> It's plus money versus the Phillies. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, thanks a lot for your Thank time. Thank you guys, today. man. I appreciate awesome. it. Um, Josh Applebaum, not Josh Towers. We're going to continue the program with some fights at training camp. It's getting Let's feisty go. in the National Football League. Also, some other markets to explore uh, when it comes to betting. All that and more come up next right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you're ready uh, to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. Joint practices, uh, always intriguing, Josh, because you know you never know what's going to happen. Uh, apparently, fights Carolina uh, and the Patriots always goes back to Boston, right? <laughs> Something like that. But <laughs> I think it's across the league, though. I mean, you're getting you're getting antsy at this point. Uh, you want to play games. You're, you're probably tired of practicing. Uh, but one bit of news, uh, Tyrod Taylor may get first-team reps, uh, but Daniel Jones still number one quarterback. Uh, is that like a, a quiet quarterback competition going on out there uh, in giant in Giants land, or or is this some type of motivation uh, for Daniel Jones? So I don't know how much motivation Daniel Jones needs, Pritch. Yeah. I mean, they, didn't, they did not pick up your options, so that should be motivation in and of itself. The fact that they didn't have the belief in you to pick up your fifth-year option, you should be motivated to prove the team wrong, have a great year, and then sign a huge money deal with some other team. So with Tyrod Taylor, obviously a guy who's really experienced. I think with Dayball, he's the type of guy that when you're running offense, what can you not do? Turn the ball over, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Throw interceptions. Fumble the ball. Tyrod Taylor might not have as high as a maybe offensive ceiling with Daniel Jones in terms of running and throwing and you know all the arm talent and everything, but he's a veteran who kind of plays it 
Uh, I'm not going to say call him a game manager or saying he plays it safe, but he doesn't turn it over. That I think that's what you can rely on Tyler uh, Tyrod Taylor with. So this is interesting to me. We'll see how it plays out, Pritch. I want to throw this at you, though, real quick, okay. because I did notice right before the show all these fights. I think there are three of them in the Carolina Panthers-Patriots <laughs> practice today. They're getting thrown out of the practice. When you were a coach in the NFL, Pritch, maybe it was different college and NFL, but was it the sort of thing where your coach really did get mad when you fought? Or was it like, wink, wink, I'll tell the media I'm mad at you, but I really like the fight. Remember Joe Judge, Mr. Hardo, last year? Yeah. He said he actually liked the fight in his players. What is it like in the locker room when a fight breaks out? Is the coach really mad at you when that happens? Um, If you get hurt, I think the coach would be mad. The thing about fights in training camp, like you don't get fined. <laughs> right. Somebody crosses the line. Uh, we're going to blows. Right. I mean, short tempers, that kind of thing, because, you know, in the game, uh, you're going to get fined on top of the fact that you're going to get penalized and it could hurt your team. Uh, so uh, it's a little bit more relaxed. I mean, they, they get broken up very quickly, though, Josh. I mean, it's not like it's a melee out there. Right. I mean, you might get in a few shots and then all of a sudden you got a 300 pounder pulling you away. Uh, and then go to the locker room and go cool off, that kind of thing. But it's feisty. I mean, I think coaches can appreciate the aggressive nature uh, of what's going on, the competitiveness. But, you know, we're, we're grown men. We're going to police what we need to police, right? And, and uh, we certainly don't want anybody to get hurt out there. And uh, I think that's what you're seeing. Um, and, and it's also a representative of we've been in camp. We really want to get to the season and play these games uh, at least – uh, the preseason games will break up the monotony and, and certainly the tiredness of, of training camp right now. Yeah, so that's intriguing. I think the big thing there, Pritch, is just don't get hurt. Like, right. Uh, and you make a good point, too. Like, there's no referees, overzealous refs throwing a whistle, and you got to, you know, uh, you get ejected from the game. So, obviously, if you don't get hurt, you show a little mm -hmm. spunk. Maybe, maybe the coach uh, that turns ahead. Also, maybe if you're in a big uh, position battle and you're kind of, you got to make a name for yourself, you got to make a move. What, how does that affect, you know, your stock in terms of making the team or not? So, these are little things to keep an eye out for, Pritch. I'll just mention one thing real quick with the Giants. That win total is still, I believe, six and a half. Juiced up under. I like Dayball as a coach, but again, Tyrod, uh, Daniel Jones, whoever it may be, right. to me, it's a team they take the under on. I think this is five, uh, six win or less team. The hook might be critical there. Well, I will say, follow the way though is better because you know if a team's not disciplined, then all of a sudden that could show up later on in the year, whether it's going to be Carolina or even New England. Right? I mean, you think of New England kind of not participating in fights, right, with Bill Belichick, but <laughs> a little bit different now. I mean, so we'll see. Uh, just file that information away, though. But uh, let's get to some bets here uh, that we can wager on, Josh. Uh, how about the receiving category? Uh, we, I mean, we went over player profiles and, and player totals and, and situations like that, but how about most receptions? Like, Cooper Cup leads the way. Obviously, he should, right? He's plus 400. Uh, but Justin Jefferson – uh, for the most receptions this year is at plus 900. I mean, he's got the same offense at Cooper Cup. And, I mean, for my money, I think Justin Jefferson is a better receiver than Cooper Cup. And he's plus 900 here. Yeah, there's a lot of value on that one. I think Jefferson, you can make a case for all these awards uh, or, you know, all these prop bets here, receptions, touchdowns, uh, obviously yards as well. And Pritch, number one, we're going to take whoever you like in this category. This is your category, <laughs> my man. But I would just say with Cooper Cup, one thing I noticed is there's a huge gap between him and the next best odds. Like mm -hmm. all these categories, a lot of these guys are, you know, a bunch of plus 800s, 900s, 10 to 1. Cups plus 400. You yeah. know, that's a low number. The next uh, best number would be Devontae Adams plus 850. So when I'm betting this award, Pritch, I think obviously, you know, you want to look at receptions. What did you do last year? What's changed in terms of your team, in terms of, you know, your quarterback or other players like Allen Robinson coming in who might take a few catches away. But the biggest thing I look at in terms of receptions, 
is targets. Mm -hmm. Targets equal receptions to me, Pritch. If you get targeted uh, an absurd amount of time, that's going to give you a big leg up to try to win this prop bet. So what jumped out to me last year, you know, any Cooper Cup number you have, it's going to be incredible. Guy won the Triple Crown last year. But targets is what really jumped out to me, Pritch. He had 191 targets last year. The next closest guys, it was a two-way tie behind him, Devontae Adams and Deontay Johnson with 169. So he had 22 targets more than any other player. So to me, that's a reason why, even though it's a chalky bet, you could be looking toward Cup. Now, will he take a little bit of a step back? It's hard to replicate such a great year like that. You're worried a little bit with Matthew Stafford with that elbow pain. But if you can get it out quick, if Cup can, you know, uh, make his move at the line and shake and bake and get open and, you know, five, six yards down the line, to me, that's how you win this award. I'm going to lean on the guy with the most targets. John Jefferson, I'll lean on him in the other next award here, Pritch. But I think with with targets being so lopsided toward Cup, mm-hmm. plus four hundred is a worthwhile bet here. Yeah, I mean, if you're O'Connell though, like how do you not target Justin Jefferson in the same offense you had <laughs> Cooper Cup in? Like, I mean, Justin Jefferson is watching the same tape, uh, and and that's what you're teaching off of. Like, okay, coach, I can do that. You know, I, I, let me show you. So as far as opportunities, Devontae Adams kind of stands out two plus 850 uh, because of his rapport with uh, Derek Carr. I mean, I don't think Derek Carr is going to think Devontae Adams is covered. In other words, that's going to increase his targets as well, right? I mean, with Devontae Adams on the field with him. That makes a lot of sense, Pritch. They can go back to their time at Fresno State in college and, you know, mm-hmm. hey, let me throw a jump ball and I know right. my guy's going to get it. So the only concern I have a little bit and why I think when you're betting this prop bet here is, you know, will the will the balls be distributed or distributed to other players? Like, for example, like I'm high on Adams. I'm also high on Hunter Renfro. He's not listed here. Yeah. Will he lead the league in catches? Probably not. But, you know, what is he? I think he's like 35, 40 to one. So there's only so many balls to go around. What did Keyshawn Johnson say, Pritch? Throw me the damn ball. <laughs> well, if you're throwing it to Waller and Adams and Renfro, obviously it's different from a guy like Jefferson who's going to get the big majority share of the target. So just something to keep in mind, the distribution of the passes. And I lean on guys who are kind of a one-man band having a yeah. leg up versus a team where the QB has a lot of options and probably wants to uh, spread it around a little bit. I think for receptions, I would lean towards possession-type guys. I mean, Cooper Cup was that last year. Uh, you think about Travis Kelsey even. Uh, like that's going to be a more passing, a more controlled passing attack for Kansas City. He's 16 to one. I mean, he could lead the season uh, in most receptions if you think about it. Like uh, because it's a possession type of uh, category, I think more so like this next category, most receiving yards. Okay, now we're talking like Justin Jefferson's plus 800, Ceedee Lamb's 10 to one, Devontae Adams is 12 to one. Okay, uh, reception yards per reception, those kind of things. Most receiving yards. Uh, look at big playability right here with these receivers. Yeah, so Jefferson, I'm going to target him with this prop bet right here, Pritch, plus 800, because I think you make a great point. When you're looking at catches, the easiest way to get a lot of catches is you don't have to run down the field super long. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, get seven, five, you know, five, six, seven yards out, get a nice little pass there. So I think that's the reason why you see Cup big favorite with the catches. But with receiving yards, I'm with you. Jefferson's your guy right now. If you look at what he's done in his career, rookie year, 88 catches, 1,400 yards. Last year, 108 for 1616 he had the second most receiving yards behind cooper cups this is a guy that has gotten better every single year uh obviously his deep threat uh is fantastic here his jump balls so i'm with you now that you have o'connell taking over former quarterback trying to get the most out of him and obviously you know if you're uh, if you're uh, the quarterback there cousins you're going to target this guy quite a bit so i'm with you plus 800 i'll throw this one at you too real quick pritch 
CD Lamb 10 to 1. Uh, I just think losing Amari Cooper and having to be the go to guy right now, you could be in for a really big year, especially when Prescott is going to look Lamb's way a ton this year. Yeah, without Devontae Adams, Derek Carr was 4,800 passing yards last year. I think that was fifth in the National Football League with <laughs> Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae Adams is 12 to 1 now. Uh, most receiving yards. I like that situation uh, for Devontae Adams. Okay, most receiving touchdowns. Uh, Josh, let's think about. Uh, when the league changes to a matchup league, and that's uh, towards the playoffs, certainly November, December football. Uh, and then when you have these matchups, they're favorable matchups. Okay, who's going to separate here? Got Mike Evans. Obviously, he's going to be a big target uh, in the red zone. Certainly, Travis Kelsey, too, plus 900 right there. Yeah, so I look at you know Evans right off the bat. Obviously, the connection with Tom Brady. I'm worried about Brady, though, Pritch. I really Man. am. I'm wondering if missing all this time will be a negative detriment and losing Gronk in the red zone as well. Mm-hmm. I know we're up against it, Pritch. I, I look at Jamar Chase in this one. Okay. If you can get Chase plus 900, he had 13 touchdowns last year. I uh, was third best in the league, thinking he's only going to be better this year. Chase, to me, the sky's the limit with this guy. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, 14-1 is intriguing. CeeDee Lamb, uh, also intriguing at 18-1. Creativity and matchups, that's what I would look for uh, for picking a wide receiver with the most receiving touchdowns. Okay, best bets, Josh. Let's get to that. Come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Got a great offer from BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer is not available in Nevada or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. One more thing about fights, Josh, uh, and training camps. We were talking about this during the break. They're, they're too fresh. I, I mean, where's the two-a-days when you're too tired to fight? I mean, that was in my day, right? You're exhausted, and you, the last thing on your mind is fighting at that point. Yeah, you would think so, Pritch. And again, look at my Patriots. They had a preseason game on Thursday. Right. They were off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they yeah. got back on the practice field Monday. So, like, this is chill, Bill. The the, the league has changed, Pritch. I ask you, uh, what would you give to play in today's NFL, oh. making the money you can make and how easy it is right now? <laughs> but also, does that hurt you down the line, Pritch? Would you rather grind away in these really difficult practices in the, you know, in the, you know, summer makes it easier when you really, the bullets are flying there in the regular season. So uh, it's tough, Pritch. I know you take the money uh, in today's NFL. They can thank you for setting them up with such great. That's right. Nowadays. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> getting the free agency was everything, but no, I, I, I would prefer today's NFL to be honest with you, Josh. I mean, I think they're doing it the right way. The less contact, the, the better you are and the fresher you are for the season. Uh, and I talked about that with Michael Lombardi on the Lombardi line, him and Patrick about, uh, San Francisco paved the way, way back in the day, in the early 90s, uh, about practicing without pads because they could practice full speed and get their work done without injury. Like a lot of times when you're going full speed, you want the pads to kind of protect yourselves. But if you can get your work done and practice full speed without, without banging, without all these pads on, then, then that's a good thing as well. Because 49ers, I mean, you talk about being fresh in the playoffs and into Super Bowls, uh, that was the San Francisco 49ers back in their dynasty days. Yeah, and again, that's interesting too, Pritch, because again, you would think in one way, you know, what what what's the the old adage like steel? You gotta you gotta bang it a ton, and you gotta make you know get all that uh, you know, or like a diamond, I guess you could mm -hmm. say. I know there's all these analogies iron shop here, but iron. That's what you're looking for. Exactly. Iron. Yep, there you go. That that's why you're my co-host, buddy. You always got me when I when I struggle with my cliches, but you know, you're totally right. And you know, the Patriots, too, if you kind of look at this in terms of an angle of, you know, kind of dialing back and what do we see last year of New England? 
hard, you know, started off, you know, a little bit struggling. They ripped off a ton of wins in a row, mm -hmm. but they completely faded down the stretch. And was that a cause of maybe going too hard early? So today's NFL is obviously different. Maybe you want to pace yourself a little bit and it makes sense, Pritch, if you can work on, you know, your routes and your, and your playbook here when you're in, you know, sh you know, shorts and, and, and a helmet, maybe that's a little bit easier avoiding injuries and hopefully being fresher down the line, you know, when, when you're fighting for a playoff spot later in the year. Okay. We're going to go to major league baseball for some best bets here. And I mentioned this to Josh Towers. who was on the program a little bit earlier. Uh, if the playoffs, the postseason started today uh, in the NL, Josh, you, you had LA and New York as the one and two seeds. You got uh, St. Louis, uh, Atlanta, three, four, five, six is Philly uh, and the Padres. And in the American League, you got one, two Astros, Yankees, uh, three, four, you got Cleveland, uh, Seattle. How about that? Uh, all these teams are in the portfolio, by the way. <laughs> Ironic or, or coincidence? I don't know. Uh, and then Tampa Bay and uh, Toronto rounds out the American League right now in playoff picture. So I think the important thing here, Pritch, is motivation. Like when I'm looking at a lot of these games, obviously I'm going to lean mostly on the data. I'm mm -hmm. a data-driven guy, data-driven better. Tell me where the line opened, how it moved, where the bets and dollars are at, what betting systems I have. I'm going to make 99% of my plays based on that. But I think uh, a good example would be, you know, applying this motivational factor to the line itself. Like right. if there's a team that, you know, is fighting for a playoff spot and they're checking off, you know, a line move, low bets, higher dollars, a good betting system versus a team that is completely out of it, has called up a bunch of their guys. That's something that I would want to bet against in the team that, you know, doesn't have anything to play for. Like, for example, last night, you know, uh, if you look at that Shohei Otani game, mm -hmm. everyone's betting Otani. The line goes to Seattle. Seattle gets it done. Obviously, there's a Little League play, if you saw this on Twitter, where uh, the Angels <laughs> are throwing the ball all the way around the diamond. But I think the bigger angle there is Seattle's fighting for a playoff spot. Right. They have a wild card, uh, the number one spot in the wild card, I think, uh, right now in their possession versus an Angels team that dealt away some guys, doesn't have much to play for. That, to me, is not the only reason you bet a game. Lean on the data. That would be number one for me. But this motivational angle, I want to bet down the stretch teams that have something to play for versus teams that are completely out of it and really are just looking toward maybe a contract or looking toward next year. Yeah, Cleveland is not in the portfolio, but it's interesting. A majority of those teams, that, that portfolio I built was prior to the season starting. Uh, too. So let's get to uh, some situations. The Oakland Athletics, they're calling up guys, Josh. Uh, and then you got the Rangers looking for a manager. Uh, but you like a, a situation in this game. The Rangers at home minus 128, eights the total. I do like this spot. I like it to the Rangers, Pritch. I'm surprising a lot of people maybe because we have 15 games, and this is the least bet game of the day in terms of ticket count. But I think as you know, wise guys look at games, it doesn't matter if it's popular game, Yankees, mm -hmm. Dodgers, or a low bet game. Values value and it cashes the, the same on a low bet game as a, as a very popular game. So my angle here, give me the Rangers. I know both these teams are kind of out of it. Texas has, you know, kind of a shot here at the playoffs. Not really. Oakland is way out of it. And again, as you mentioned, they're calling up guys. But I noticed a pretty pretty nice move here to the Rangers. They open around minus 115. They're up to around minus 125, minus 130. On the bump for Oakland is Sears. They picked him up for the Yankees. He's 3-0, 2.30 ERA. Guy's been pretty good. Facing Ari Hara, who's making his debut here for Texas. Now, it's notable to me when a guy's making his uh, debut this season, Ari Hara pitched a little bit last year, where's the line immediately go once you announce a guy who's got no experience this year? Typically, you're going to bet against these guys, but this actually went toward Ari Hara with this line move toward, uh, toward the Rangers here. So, Checking off quite a few boxes, you are a kind of a low bets, higher dollar, small, small line move here, or I guess bigger depending on what book you're looking at, 
toward Texas. Rangers have the better bats, starting 241 versus 214 for Oakland. Texas does well against lefties, 20 and 16. They're just uh, 32 and 47 against righties. But here's another angle, Pritch. You mentioned it. Texas fired their manager. I believe since Woodward got fired, they're 3 and 0, 2 and 0, something like that. So getting a boost. Remember when Toronto fired Montoya, mm-hmm. Pritch, and they had a huge win streak there? I think a lesser of two evils play to me is taking Texas tonight. So I'm going to back the Rangers. I like this line move. They're playing better since they fired their manager. It's a low bet game, not getting much attention, but I think it's a good valuable play uh, here to back the Rangers at home. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to call it a system, but I mean, my goodness, the, the Phillies, uh, Toronto, uh, we're waiting for Chicago still, the White Sox, but <laughs> that doesn't look like it's happening. Uh, let's get to another one. Mariners and the Angels, you're going back to the well here in this game. I am going back to old Seattle here, Pritch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm an East Coast guy. I love sweating Seattle and the Dodgers late night. But uh, Seattle, to me, Pritch, another opportunity to lay them on kind of what seems like a high money line price, but not that bad when you think about it. They open minus 160. They're up to minus 170. So right off the bat, we've seen movement towards Seattle. Uh, road favorites this year have done very well, around 60% correlative betting value here on Seattle as well. Line move to a favorite, also a very low total of seven and a half. Robbie Ray's on the bump, eight and eight, 3.90 ERA facing Suarez for the Angels, four and four, 4.04 ERA. This would be a perfect example, again, of that motivation factor we just talked about. Seattle, number one wild card spot. Angels, 11 games back of their wild card opportunity. Better bats for Seattle, higher team or better team ERA. And I love betting against the Angels when they're a dog, Pritch. As a dog, they're just 13 and 35 this year. This Mariners team is playing with a lot of energy. They got young kids. They got some veterans as well. I like the mix that their GM put together. I'm laying it once again with Seattle. Let's go M's. It almost got to the portfolio in terms of the over because the over is minus 115 uh, here, uh, seven and a half. But uh, Robbie Ray, to his credit, I mean, his whip is is above average. But, um, you know, you think about his ERA, kind of elevated for him. Uh, but, no, he, he's not making a ton of mistakes. And now he's got a lineup uh, to back him up as well. Yeah, he does. And again, they gave him a ton of money in the offseason, Pritch. I think right. he won the side last year, and I uh, was a guy you can bring in to solidify your rotation. But you're right. No play for me on the total. You know, it's mm-hmm. seven and a half. It is juiced up over. Uh, again, I don't didn't see too much there. When I have an angle on one side, like I do with the Mariners, I don't want to just take right. a shot on the total and maybe wipe out my winner, hopefully, on Seattle. Yeah, good point. Okay, Arizona and San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco minus 122 at home. Eight is a total. I'm going San Fran in this one, Pritch. This is a pretty sharp move to the Giants. They got a very low number right now. Giants, again, not as good as they were last year. They're five and a half games back of a wild card, so they're still kind of in it. Gabe Kapler's crew here. But this opened like minus 110 Giants or kind of like even money Giants. It was almost a pick em type number at the open. This is uh, Merrill Kelly against Jacob Junis. Seen a lot of movement hit San Fran. They had a win last night. They opened again around like minus 110, minus 105. Now you're up to minus 122. Mm-hmm. Look at these teams who made the playoffs last year. The opponent did not. They're 64% this year, uh, as well as kind of a fishy number. Like Kelly has got really good numbers, 10 and 5, 2.95 ERA. Junis, Four and three, three point seven eight. So why is the line going to the pitcher who has kind of the inferior numbers here, Pritch? San Fran seven and two their last nine. I think it's a low price here to take advantage of the of the uh, Giants. Give me Giants around minus one twenty. Okay, ending the show on a positive note for Zach Wilson. Uh, he undergoes that surgery, that scope. Uh, no surprises, uh, unlike myself. That okay, it's like slight tear, Pritch, in your knee. Oh, oh, you know what? We got in there. We have to take out the entire meniscus. Your your career's over. Uh, Zach Wilson dodges that. Uh, and it looks like he might be ready to go week one. Who, who knows? We'll see what kind of healer he is. 
Pritch. Great job today. A lot of MLB sweats. Get ready. WNBA playoffs start tomorrow, my man. All right. I'm, I am ready. I'm ready for everything uh, they throw at me, Josh Applebaum. Great job yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for The Edge right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.